0: Hey, you're listening to Yo, This Can't Be Life, the podcast that aims to educate and inform Black women on how to take better care of their physical, mental, and financial health. I'm your host, Bree Montgomery, and I'm inviting you to join me as I interview resident experts to find out the cheat codes to live your best life. The information provided is intended to be general advice and should not be considered medical advice. For that, please consult your medical professional. Welcome to the podcast, Portia. I'm so happy to have you.
1: I'm happy to be here.
0: Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so they know who you are and what you do?
1: Totally. So my name is Portia Wilson. I am a licensed acupuncturist and trained herbalist. And here in California, I'm in Los Angeles. I am the owner of Deeper Genius Acupuncture and Healing Arts my wellness company essentially focuses on bringing the wisdom and traditions of ancient medicine, herbalism, acupuncture, energy work to our modern day to help folks really kind of have a more more educated, holistic approach and empowered approach to their wellness. Most of my clients are creatives of some kind. Either they are self-employed, young entrepreneurs. They are oftentimes TJs, visual artists. They are doctors, moms, dads. They are a lot of queer folks, uh, non-binary folks. It's just a, a really beautiful assortment of people that I get to work with to reintroduce this medicine to them and to change the ways in which they view um, their ability to uh, to find optimal health. Awesome.
0: Um, that sounds so great. So how did you come into learning about Chinese medicine? What was it about it that made you even kind of fall down that rabbit hole and decide, you know, it's something that you wanted to do?
1: That's a great question. It was definitely a rabbit hole. So growing up in St. Louis, I recognized that there was a bit of a disconnect between my community, which is primarily um, Black folks, working class, working poor people, and their medical doctors and the treatments that they were receiving. I noticed that they were going in with ailments and coming out with prescriptions after seeing a doctor for two minutes. And I didn't believe that that was the answer to health and wellness. I noticed that people were not being asked about their stress levels. They were not being asked about food. They were not being asked about, you know, if they were moving or stretching their bodies. It was like, let's run a few tests. You are black and poor in this age. So you probably have this, this and that, here's a prescription. And then a few months later it would be a prescription for that prescription. And I just knew that that wasn't right. I had a belief that our bodies and nature had just an infinite amount of information and healing capabilities that we were not looking at um, closely. And so once I left St. Louis and I graduated from Howard University in Washington, D.C., I was still very interested in figuring out how to study medicine that was well researched, that had been around for years and had a, a full body of work. And so I began, I was actually introduced to the medicine um, basically from a research standpoint. I went and looked to see what the National Health Organization, National Institute of Health and what the World Health Organizations were offering in terms of research for holistic and alternative and complementary medicines, as, as they were called at the time. And I found that acupuncture, Chinese medicine, acupuncture, um, Chinese herbalism was the holistic medicine that had had been preserved the most in terms of the information and that the NIH and the World Health Organization were pouring, both pouring millions of dollars into research to better understand the mechanisms of what was happening and why things were working. And that whole kind of perspective really... There was so much research out there about what was happening, and I just really fell in love with the concept of what was happening with acupuncture, with the fact that we were able to change illness, change disease, change reported symptoms, change pain symptoms for people with needles. I was intrigued by the fact that we, there was research that supported, you know, that in some instances these herbs worked just as well if not better than their uh, pharmaceutical counterparts i was intrigued by the fact that many of our pharmaceutical drugs are derived from these plants that you know that the world of acupuncture has been using for thousands of years at this point. <laughs> so it, it gave me a sense that acupuncture and this holistic medicine, that it obviously was quite fruitful and beyond, you know, the, the small home, small and important home remedies that we were already kind of aware of, of within our communities, I understood that there was a broader and also more specific body of work that I could study to help my community. And so once I discovered it, I linked up with Walton Yonkers. They're two successful acupuncturists in the Washington D.C. area. They granted me the ability to shadow with them, and I fell in love with the medicine from off day one. And six months later, was moving across to California to begin my graduate program studying acupuncture.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. And I totally (laughs) agree with you as somebody who's been to many a doctor. um, They definitely will package you up with a prescription and you're out of there. And it's not until I start doing research about my own issues that I realize that it's so many factors involved. Like you said, it's the whole body. And I didn't even come to that conclusion even more until I start working with a naturopath. It's like, She set me up and was like, no, we treat the whole body. We don't treat conditions. So after that, when I start learning how all these different things come together, I'm like, okay, yeah, this, just putting a little pill on it, which may give you (laughs) more problems than you had in the first place is not the move. We're going to have to figure out another way. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I even found you, like in that research of trying to figure out other ways, alternative ways to, you know. Help the body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I've heard. I found out that there's a lot more things you can do with acupuncture than I realized originally. Uh-huh. Um, I'm think. I'm hearing about asthma and acne and like fertility and things like that. How yes. does that work? As far as uh, I was reading about, is it meridians or channels or something mm-hmm. like that? How do you figure out? You know what things to hit for
1: the different um, ailments. Uh, Totally, totally. So, yeah, so acupuncture can help prevent and treat a wide gamut of conditions, illnesses. So basically when people are like, well, what can acupuncture treat? I tell them that aside from you being, being in an emergency actual crisis, you know, like you have a broken bone, you are in the middle of heart failure, you know, acupuncture pretty much can help you on the spot. And so the way that, it works is that we are looking like as you said we're looking at the body as as an entire system and through uh, a series of diagnostic questions I'm asking you about your digestion I'm asking you about stool I'm asking about appetite um, menstrual periods pain headaches where's your headache a, a series of questions looking at your tongue which tells me all sorts of things. I'm looking at the color of it, the coating on it, shape of it, feeling your pulses on both wrists. All of those speak to me and tell me essentially which meridians or channels of energy throughout your body are being affected and what organ systems on those meridians are being affected by various balances and imbalances in your body. So the best way I can kind of explain how we're looking at illness is we're not it's useful to have the info when people come in they say i've been diagnosed with x y and z that is useful information
0: mm-hmm.
1: however as a chinese medicine practitioner i'm looking at the full picture of your symptoms throughout your entire body and that lets me know how i can best shift things internally in your body so that your body is reaching homeostasis is reaching its mm-hmm. optimal Functioning. So over a series of treatments, we're working to get your body back into optimal functioning.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So someone's coming in for fertility or someone's coming in for migraines, whatever the case may be, there will be if I have 10 people who are coming in for migraines, there will likely be 10 uh, acupuncture diagnoses about what is happening. And I'm treating each person differently, whether it's herbs, it's nutritional advice, or if it's different points in the body. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: So everybody gets their own little prescription, if you will.
1: Mm hmm. -hmm, Exactly.
0: So you mentioned like there's a series of sessions like so are once you come in and get their diagnosis, do you kind of say like, hey, we're probably going to have to work through this? Like about how long does it take for people to see results?
1: Yeah. So each person is different. It kind of depends on the severity of what's going on, how long it's been going on, the reason it's happening. So when a person comes in, I'm offering them a tailored treatment plan. At the end of the session, I will say, you know, I believe that we need to work, you know, weekly for the next six weeks, or we need to work twice weekly for the next two weeks, and then I'll see you for periodic maintenance. So it kind of varies people will start usually on the first visit people will start to experience some sort of relief from what they've got going on. At the very, very, very least, what a person can yeah, the very least of what a person can expect is they will feel more relaxed and at peace than when they came in, which of course we know that reducing stress is a is a key to wellness. So that at the very least is something that everyone experiences before they walk out the door. they Their peace of mind, it has returned for them.
0: Uh, absolutely. And speaking of stress, mm-hmm. I know myself personally and a lot of the people around me are very much stressed right now, more than the yeah. average, um, because of this whole COVID-19 pandemic. What kind of things will you be or can you offer to people during this type of time like what does acupuncture do or or do you have other things in your practice that would help them out in that type of way
1: absolutely so aside from the kind of general information about you know hand washing and practicing self isolation and social distancing the things that I offer with with this medicine I am currently unfolding telemedicine where I am seeing clients virtually and we're discussing their symptoms. And then I am ordering them herbal prescriptions that drop ship straight to their front door. So they don't ever have to leave their house to get the support that they need. I know, right. (laughs) Social distancing (laughs) check. And And I'm also just kind of offering folks reminders, you know, via Instagram, via my emails that go out, I'm reminding folks to remain as calm and as mindful as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is when we stress out, our immune systems take a tank and we really need our immune systems to be as strong as possible. So I'm suggesting that people take this time to hop on the good good old Googles or to (laughs) ask their friends who are uh, maybe have more wellness tools in their pockets to figure out. Daily things that help you to slow down your mind, that help you lo- nourish your heart and help you to feel grounded, whether that's Tai Chi, Qigong, a moving meditation, a sitting meditation, playing a sound bowl, something daily, multiple times daily to keep you calm and let your body know that it's okay. And that we are we are in a healing space and not in a crisis space, even though we are in a little bit of a crisis space. Right. But we yeah. got to tell our, tell our bodies. OK, up. <laughs> make
0: it till we make it. <laughs> OK, <laughs>
1: we gonna face yeah. it till we make
0: it. <laughs> exactly. A positive yeah. manifestation. So do you have any um, recommendations for meditation tools or websites or podcasts even that people can listen to? Yes. So
1: my good friend Allie Simon. She is Om Girl Ally on Instagram. She is offering twice daily meditations right now on Instagram live. Oh. You can, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you can also I also like hop just hopping on Google and looking for a Qigong. Qi, is Qi Gong. is Q-I-Gong G-O-N-G. Qigong exercises. Dr. Helena Zhang of, um, oh, I can't, I'm blanking on her website, but Dr. Helena Zhang of Los Angeles practices what is known as Jade Woman Qigong. She has exercises that are available on her website. I will, in the coming days, um, be doing some breath work on my Instagram, I think that breathwork has been an incredibly transformational practice for me. And it's something that I want to share with other folks and I especially want to share with black women that I feel like we could benefit. Yeah. In my experience of saying like who needs to practice more breathwork, I think is it's black women who who are generally the most tense and um need some additional support in in feeling comfortable with releasing and bringing their breath down and nourishing themselves. So all of those are super helpful.
0: Absolutely. All right. Thank you for that one. Um, And in general, you know, in a non-global pandemic, Mm -hmm. is that something else that acupuncture helps with?
1: Uh, In terms of breath work?
0: Well, not the breath work, but just stress and anxiety in general. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes. That is huge. <laughs> that is huge. That is probably stress and anxiety are the things that I treat the most. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So usually people will come in for an, a symptom that's ailing, a, like a physical symptom that's ailing them. That's what gets them in the door initially. But then once they leave after that first treatment and then they come back after the second treatment and they can feel how their stress levels have dropped, and how their responses to stressful things in their daily life has has slowed down and and not been as um as large. That's the thing that that people really, really love about acupuncture. They're like, you know, I feel I don't feel anxious or I feel just markedly less anxious or less stressed or, you know, I, uh, this thing that normally would have sent me into a spiral of anxiety or, you know, anger or whatever, that thing did not trigger me in that way since I've been taking hmm. acupuncture. And I, I think that is, that's just so helpful for our heart health, for our mental health, for our spiritual health, to be able to find our peace um, when we need it. And acupuncture yeah, absolutely. absolutely with that
0: like the gift that keeps on giving and I know you were saying um about preventative medicine Mm -hmm. so what kind of things should you come in for you know before it's a problem
1: absolutely so my recommendation when people are coming in for preventative care uh, we're doing a thorough intake and from there I'm getting clues from what you're telling me and from what you know The clues in in your body and on your body are telling me about how well you are in general. And so from there, I'm essentially creating a plan to kind of help hit the reset for you. And for some people who are, you know, optimally healthy, have an optimally healthy lifestyle, you know, I'm telling them, come see me weekly for a month and then I'll see you for, uh, you know, twice monthly or once monthly maintenance or quarterly maintenance after that for folks who may need a little bit more assistance it's more of a lifestyle overhaul Mm. that you know we're not overhauling our lifestyles in a week that's not even healthy you know that's putting too much pressure on yourself so then for them I'm creating a longer a long-term plan to work with them for six months or for a year and figuring out a schedule that feels right for them in terms of spacing so that we can make the incremental changes and also keep them on track so that the the treatments are allowed to build upon one another. So it's truly tailored to each person's life and experiences.
0: That is awesome. Okay, so I saw on your website also that you do cupping. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've seen that on the Instagrams and stuff on like uh, athletes and some of these like celebrities. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have a good understanding of what is it. Why would you do it?
1: Yeah, especially once you go down the deep Google hole of Google Images.
0: Of right. Yeah, because it looks like, like, like somebody God, beat you in the corner. Yes. You're <laughs> okay. paying for it. <laughs>
1: right. So it looks way more more wild than it actually is. So what's happening with cupping is we're either taking a little uh, like a pump if we're using plastic cups or in my case, I prefer to use glass cups. I like things to be you know, very elemental. I'm using glass cups and I'm using um, a flame of fire and I, I'm quickly placing that flame inside the cup and then placing it on the body. So what's happening is, is we're creating a, a, a vacuum inside of the cup and then placing that vacuum onto your body. That creates a physiological cascade of events. We are releasing tension from the muscles. We are um, kind of moving the fascia underneath. We are signaling to the nervous system that the body is calming down. And we're moving uh, poorly circulated blood out of tense tissues and, and jammed up areas. We're moving that poorly circulated blood out of those deeper levels of the tissues Up to the surface of the body so that the body can move move that those toxins and those wastes out of the body so what you see when you see those images of like all those dark circles and all Mm -hmm. that that's where where um blood has has pooled in really tight tissues and we're pulling it out of those tissues making room for fresh blood flow making room for fresh nutrients to go Through those tissues so it's it's a bit of a detoxification process so it looks really wild um, but ultimately people feel better much better afterwards.
0: Okay okay so why is it that athletes have like clung to it the most seemingly at least?
1: Mm -hmm. I think that in a way athletes can be leaders in physical uh, fitness and wellness and they're oftentimes ahead of the curve with, you know, their accessibility to um, to alternative medicines and all of that mm. for various reasons. But in terms of cupping specifically, it's literally pulling the tension and the soreness out of your muscles, so that you're less prone to less prone to experience a tear or experience mm. fatigued muscles or tight muscles when you're trying to perform. So my athletes, when my athletes come in, they, I mean, they want the cups everywhere because it's reducing their risk of injury. When your muscles are super tight, you know, you're more, you're more likely to pull a ligament, tear a ligament, you know, strain a thing, and then your season is done or your career is done. So the cuffing helps to pull out those tension, pull out that tension, elongate those tissues and reduce your rate of injury and increase your therapy. The muscular repair that's happening
0: oh yeah okay that makes so much sense they got to get back in the game
1: I get back in the game
0: right okay so how it like I saw fire is it do you feel hot when you, when it's on you or is it just something to get the suction going
1: yeah so no you don't feel hot when it's on you that's literally to get the, get the suction going so I'm literally taking a little hemostat, it's like a little forceps looking thing, taking um, a cotton ball that's soaked in alcohol and placing it at the end of that uh, hemostat. And then I'm quickly placing the flaming (laughs) cotton ball inside and quickly removing it from the cup and then placing the cup on your body. So you don't feel, the cups don't feel hot. You don't feel warmth or anything like that. It is literally just to achieve a vacuum. Okay.
0: Okay. So is there anybody who shouldn't do it? Because when I was hearing you talking about increase the healing and stuff like that, and I know sometimes I myself um, with the autoimmune condition am mm-hmm. sometimes leery of that because it sounds really good mm-hmm. unless you're, like, trying not to boost immunity. So are there people who should not do cupping?
1: So in terms of cupping itself, um, we are... I'm not, I advise against it at certain points during pregnancy and in certain areas during pregnancy. I don't encourage it if the skin that you will be cupping over is sunburned or, you know, you have an open wound or you have a rash or okay. something like that. But in terms of folks who are immunocompromised, cupping is definitely, it's safe.
0: Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And now I know you briefly mentioned herbs. Mm -hmm. Are these like herbal teas? Like how do you administer the herbs?
1: So the herbs are available in a wide variety of forms. I often will offer them as um, ground up formulas that are encapsulated in little gel capsules for the convenience of taking it. They can also be administered in just kind of like regular powdered granular form that you can add to hot teas. For people who are super interested, um, sometimes I can make the actual raw herbal formula available itself where you literally are getting like a package of berries and roots and (laughs) rhizomes and flowers and you're making that into a tea yourself Um, and then sometimes it's just as simple as you know there's a little alcohol-based tincture form that you can place under your tongue or drop into some water so it's a a variety of options that fits people's needs
0: oh that is absolutely awesome so I definitely think that I will be partaking in some of that because that's just I mean I drink tea anyway so if I can have something specifically for my ailments that sounds awesome love it so, as far as for people who are not in the LA area, what do you look for when you seek out like a Chinese medicine professional? Mm-hmm.
1: So, I am looking for first. I look on Yelp. Okay. <laughs> Yelp tells all. If you don't have a a person who's referencing Yelp, tells all. Um, but you are looking for essentially their credentials, like you would with any other um with any other doctor. They're going to be a licensed. Acupuncturist. That's what you're gonna look for. They're in certain states, not California. California is very strict about acupuncture licensing, but there will be certain states where where other medical professionals can um, essentially take a very brief kind of like acupuncture paint by numbers type of course, mm. <laughs> and they can perform what they call either dry needling or they call they're called a certified acupuncturist. What I'm suggesting everyone looks for is a licensed acupuncturist. That means the person who is performing acupuncture on you has gone through a four year, year round, full time acupuncture medical program that integrates acupuncture, the Eastern education with a Western, a bit of a Western medical education and background as well. And so you want to look for a licensed acupuncturist because we're going to be the most well-versed and educated in the field of acupuncture and that is essentially what you want if you're gonna have somebody sticking needles into your body trying to get you well. (laughs) Absolutely
0: I didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was four years okay that Uh, makes me feel better about it.
1: Yeah yeah this is why I (laughs) tell people sometimes I've had people come in they're like I've tried acupuncture before my insert other Mm -hmm. medical professional who has not studied acupuncture extensively (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> them and then they're like, it was horrible. And I'm like, you didn't see an acupuncturist. And then they're like, this is very different. So find a licensed acupuncturist, y'all.
0: <laughs> so the last question I have is just any other great resources that you would want to recommend for people to learn more about Chinese medicine and how it can positively affect their lives, especially for black women?
1: Oh, yeah. You can follow me at deepergenius.acupuncture. I love to share gems on there um, in my stories and in my posts that help support everybody, but especially Black folks and Black women, Black femmes. So you can follow me for that information. You can also uh, reach me on my website, deepergenius.com. There is a contact form for questions that you may have. There are FAQs on my site, And I would love to hear from y'all and, you know, answer any questions
0: you may have. Absolutely. I know you're going to be hearing from me. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was so good. Thanks Um, for having me. No problem. This is great. We'll keep in touch. Perfect. A special thank you goes to Portia for joining us today and introducing us to the Chinese medicine options available. If you would like to learn more or work with her, please visit deepergenius.com or follow her Instagram at deepergenius.acupuncture. You can follow the show at Yo, This Can't Be Life. If you have been enjoying the episodes, make sure to share it on your social networks, subscribe and rate on Apple Podcasts. For questions and guest recommendations, email brie at yo, this can't be life.com. See you on the next episode.